Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today as we continue our walk through the strange paradiso. So we're going to continue walking and at some points of the road, we're going to stop and maybe discuss other things that are going on in our world, in our realm, in our own paradiso. Okay? So um, I want to start off with something that I read about this, actually, a little while ago. And it occurred to me when um, I heard a similar story. But anyways, I'm going to start with the one that I read about probably about five or six years ago. So in this account, there were two girls, they were sisters, and they were in their room. It was a rainy night and they were watching TV. Their mother was a nurse, so she was at work and their dad was a, um, he was a law enforcement, okay? So both of the parents were not home. These two girls were in their room watching TV. It was raining, like I just said, and it wasn't really that late. It was probably about 7.30, 8 o'clock, but it had been raining all day. The rain was pounding, and it was just pretty much like a pretty good storm. So at one point, one of the sisters says um, to the other, I'm going to go downstairs and get a snack from the pantry. And then their sister says, okay. So the one sister, I'll call her Lori, okay? So Lori goes downstairs to get a snack. And um, Julia is still upstairs watching TV. But she notices that Lori never really left because Lori's still in the room watching TV. So for a moment, she thinks, okay, maybe she's contemplating it, whatever. She didn't pay too much attention until she got a text message on her phone from Lori, who was downstairs at the pantry, asking her if she wanted her to bring her anything. So she looks at this text now that she gets from her sister, who's downstairs, And she looks up to her sister who's in the room with her and she says, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And her sister doesn't say anything. Now this, this fakey Lori doesn't say anything, just kind of nods her head. And uh, Julia goes downstairs. She goes over there over the area where the pantry was and she tells Lori what's happening and that there is another you up there. So they both run out of the house. Now, mind you, it's raining pretty good. They run out of the house. They go to a neighbor's. They're telling them what happened. So the neighbors go over to check everything out, make sure everything's okay and what may really be going on here. Well, of course, they get up there and there's no one there. But the bedroom window was wide open. So like the wind was pushing rain in. What, what does that say? Okay. Whatever this thing was, was uh, organic, was a real person, not just a specter. Because 
for it to leave seems like it had to open the window to get out. Or was that just a cover? Kind of like a, yeah, I was here, but now I'm gone. You know, one of those type of deals because whatever this thing was new, that these people weren't going to be able to find it. Some may say it was a doppelganger, and perhaps it was, or perhaps it was something else. Either way, that would be very unnerving to me. The other story that I heard that's similar to that now, sorry, it's my iced coffee addiction, is uh, this is one that I heard recent, more recently that there were these two guys and uh, they were on a road trip or something. So they stopped like at a Circle K and one of them, the passenger gets out. He's like, I'm going to stop in there and go get us some sodas and some snacks. And the driver's like, okay. So the driver's waiting there in the car and then he notices that his friend hasn't left to go in the Circle K. And he's like, what the heck? Okay. Maybe he's getting ready to get out of the car. You know, things like that happen sometimes. And so he doesn't really pay too much attention to it until he gets a text from his friend saying, is there anything in particular you want me to bring you, blah, blah, blah. At which time he looks at that person sitting next to him and he says, "Uh, I'll be right back. So he gets out of the car And he goes into the Circle K and he finds his friend who's in there walking around carrying some bags of chips and this and that. And he tells his friend, dude, there's another you out there in the car sitting in the passenger seat. His friend's like, what? He's like, yeah, that's why I'm in here. So he drops his chips and his snacks and they both go outside and there's no one in the car. Well, of course not. But the passenger door is wide open. So once again, we've got this same type of scenario. Now, what's really going on here? That's my question. And once again, and I say this to people because you think about these things that happen. And just to put it in a broader type of uh, context, it's like how many of these things are really happening? Because look, me, I am just one person. And I've heard two of these very, very similar stories. So when you look at it like that, what is the percentage of these things that are happening out there? It it really takes it to a much larger amount, I believe. Some people probably don't say anything. I'm pretty sure that there are still those people who would just rather not say anything, rather not talk about it, for fear of being ridiculed, fear of uh, calling attention to themselves or people accusing him of, you know, shrewman or whatever the heck. So there are many reasons, I'm sure, why we don't hear about all of these stories. But maybe some of you out there have heard of similar things that have happened. So you start multiplying these type of things by... How many people live just in one city? How many people live in the state, the country, things like this? I believe that these things probably happen much more than we realize. And um, while I've only heard of two of these, they are just so 
similar in nature. It's like, I, I wonder if it's maybe not the same entity. You know, maybe it's not just um, all these different ones, but maybe it's the same, of course. It can switch from female entity, male entity, younger, older, and certain things like this. But um, I have thought about that for a while now, that maybe there are not so many of them, but maybe there are just maybe a couple, a few, or maybe even just one being that the scenarios were almost, I mean, you know, they almost mirrored each other. Okay. So moving on now, I have actually wrote some of this down. So just bear with me for a minute. Okay. All right. I got that, that I wanted to share with you. Um, there was a report. Now, this is something that has happened in an area that is really not far from where I am located. It seems to me that there's quite a bit happening out there for whatever reason. Now, I'm not saying it's close enough for me to walk to this location because it isn't, but um, it's not far. So anyhow... The story goes that there is a uh, there is a couple, and they live in this particular city. While they don't have like uh, a lot of land or property, their backyard is really quite deep. It stretches. They have a really good sized backyard, especially for us here in Southern California. So. They can see their back fence just fine. It's not like there are any obstructions or anything like this. And she heard a noise one night out in her backyard. Now, it's, pretty, it's a pretty big yard back there. So once in a while, they get cats out there during certain seasons. And things like this happen because she, they don't have any animals. They don't have any dogs or anything like this. So... She heard this noise one night and she said it kind of sounded like a whistle. And it was a whistle like, doo -doo, like that, like uh, attention, like trying to get someone's attention. She heard it again. Doo -doo. I'm doing this because I can't whistle. Okay. So she looks and it's dark now. Okay. And she said, I saw the figure of a person. She said, I couldn't 100% tell you if it was a male or female. She said, but it was the figure of a person. This person, once she looked out to see who was whistling or what was whistling or whatever was going on, this thing, even though she couldn't see its eyes like in a definite type of way. She said, even though I could not see the eyes, I still felt that I had eye contact with this thing. And it stood there for a couple of moments. It did not move. 
then this thing proceeded to take her fence down. Ugh. Okay, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. Yes, so this thing starts taking the fence down, like pulling it apart. She goes and gets her husband because he's working, doing something in a different room. And he comes out and sees the same thing. It's not like this thing stopped its destruction. It's not like she's the only one who saw it. Her husband came out and saw the same thing. So he starts addressing this thing that he thinks is just some guy out there starting trouble. So he's going to get his bat or whatever, and he's going to go outside, and he's going to beat the crap out of this person who's doing this. But she stops him because she has this strange type of feeling that this is really not an ordinary person. And then she said, it was tearing the fence down. It was not a real human being unless it was somebody on PCP. You know, because they get like this superhuman strength and all this stuff sometimes and so on. And uh, then her husband realized what she was saying. They called the police. The police came. During all of this stuff and all of this activity, getting their phone, calling the police, they're both talking at the same time pretty much. They noticed that the destruction had stopped. And whatever that thing was, was no longer there. So when the police came, they went up there, they checked everything out. Well, yeah, the fence is torn up here. But um, what did you guys see? Well, they're not going to say, well, we saw an entity. They said, we saw this guy. One guy, yes, it was one guy or one person did this. Well, the police found it hard to believe. But I mean, what are you going to do? There were two eyewitnesses there. It had just happened. Yeah, it was one person. So that, to me, is friggin' creepy. I don't know what that thing was or what the moral of the story is. But um, afterwards, the next day, they went out there and looked around where the destruction was because now they're going to have to rebuild that fence. That part of the backyard is where they have like a garden type of deal. So the dirt back there is not hard at all. So um, what they saw back there can only be described, she says, as like some sort of chicken type of feet. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I got goosebumps, guys. Yeah, she's like, it could have been my imagination, but when she showed her husband, what does that look like to you? And he said, kind of looks like bird feet, big bird feet or something like that, or chicken type of feet. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. What in the heck? And the type of fence that this thing was tearing down was a cinder block fence. 
their backyard does not, it goes out and behind their fence is a sidewalk and then a street. They have no people living directly behind them. So, you know, when it's out like that, they've got the, the cinder block fence. So this thing was tearing apart. In other words, like a type of brick fence. No wonder the police had a hard time with the fact that only one person did that. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to tell you that I don't think that I would want to go out there at night and sit in my yard for at least for a while or go out there and tend to my garden and all that because I would just feel um, not only violated, but just vulnerable. Like, what was that thing? And why did it have to get my attention before it started doing that? Was it trying to convey a message like, oh, I can tear this apart and I can tear you apart too? Because that's the kind of thing that I get from this. So, um, it's, to me now, this is creepy stuff all across the board. This is just creepy. Okay, I'm telling you, man, it's like, uh, <clears throat> it's just the more that uh, we go on as we continue, the stranger things seem to get. And now we're at the end of July. I mean, Monday is August 1st. Pretty soon, we're going to be into September. So fall is approaching very, very quickly. Certain things are starting earlier these days than they used to also in the past. So we almost... And I know it's difficult, but we almost have to be ready for anything. So, just one of those uh, things. It seems to me that time itself is moving faster. Today is, um, I don't know, July 29th. Today is the, the 29th. And I'm not in my shack today because it's just so humid. I can't go out there. It's just too sticky out there. But as I sit here, and I've got a lot of windows in my um, living room, and I look out, the sun is not shining brightly. And just the outside has taken on a different hue, a different look. And the look that it's got is fall. If I did not know any better, I would look outside and figure that we are probably midway through September, the way it looks right now. So it seems to me that somehow time is moving quicker or things in our realm, in our dimension, on this plane that we live in. Things are moving faster than before. 
Why would that be? Well, a lot of it is a little bit more than I can explain. And um, even out of my own grasp of certain things, but I believe it has something to do with quantum physics. And what makes this all possible is CERN, C-E-R-N. You guys got to go look at that and see what this is all about. But it is, I believe, affecting our entire realm. And it may be even affecting other, like uh, other dimensions and so on. But that's what it, it seems like to me. So um, that is about all that I've got today. I really, I'm telling you, that's why I don't like, okay, I got one more. That's, don't, that's why I don't like to write things down because I have to try to read my own writing because when I'm writing things, I'm not like worried about penmanship. I'm just writing them down. So it's all like a bunch of chicken scratch and stuff like that. So for me to go back and read it again is um, not easy, okay? All right, so I have one more. So now this report comes from someone who I believe they had not lived in this place for very long. Now, this was in an apartment. They hadn't lived in there maybe for a month or so. And... I think it was in the evening when this person came home from work. They were going to go wash up and take a shower. And so they were going to go into the bathroom, got all their, his stuff, you know, I'm going to go and take a shower, this and that. And he was living alone. He was alone in this apartment. Now, you have to remember something. When you're in an apartment, you got neighbors on top of you, underneath you, on either side of you, because it's an apartment, right? So it's not like you're alone out in the sticks somewhere. You got people all over the place. So I want to say that he was on the ground floor. So he gets, he gathers all of his items and he's going to go into the bathroom and he notices that the door is locked. Well, you can only lock the door from the inside. And he's like, well, what the heck? How did this happen? How was this door locked? I mean, how is it even closed? Because he's in there totally by himself. Why is he going to close the bathroom door when he's not in it? So he puts his things down and then he starts, he grabs the door, the doorknob, and he's trying to try to open it and make sure. Nope, this darn thing is locked. So the next thing he knows, he hears growling. He's like, I heard growling coming from the bathroom. It wasn't real loud, but I heard it. So a lot of times with these type of things, it's not loud and we start to second guess ourselves. We start to say, oh, our imagination and so on like this. Oh, it's probably coming from out of the bathroom window because there are people all over the place. Maybe one of my neighbors has a dog. That's what I'm hearing and la la la. So anyways, he says, I heard this low growling and so he stood up and he's like okay I could swear I heard a growling but let me try so he grabs that knob again and he's gonna try to like you know you shake it try to maybe unloosen something and he said then it got louder it 
didn't only get louder, but then it started barking. So he's like, what kind of trick is this? Who put a dog in my bathroom? No one else even has a key to that place, but probably the office. So it freaked him out enough where he left his apartment. So like if he's in 1C, okay, he walks out, he closes the door, he leaves apartment 1C, and he goes and lays down in his car and goes to sleep. So the next morning, he gets up and he goes over there to his apartment, lets himself in, and the bathroom door is open. But the bathroom is trashed. There are scrapes and scratches all over the place, on the walls and everywhere. And just, there was a lot of destruction in there. Like shower curtain, just torn. Like if something had claws and just tore this shower curtain in tatters, scratches on the walls, and some kind of substance on the floor, an unknown substance. It looked to be almost black in color, very dark. And that was all that was said about this particular story. So I don't know what to make of this. I, I can go in a couple of directions, okay? But to really come to a conclusion, something that we can all accept as to what happened there, I can't. I, I got nothing. So think about this one, guys. See what you think. How do you feel about this? And in your own mind, what do you think this was? Now, okay, if this guy, maybe if it would have been earlier in the day or whatever, now, if he would have contacted the office or an after-hours number, you know, in case certain things happen in apartments, they have after-hours number you can call, and somebody would have came and opened that door, what would have happened maybe? What was it? that compelled him to just leave that apartment and go sleep in his car. I don't know, but most people, when they get home from work, you want to eat, you want to take a shower, you want to maybe just lay around and relax a little while. So what made him leave that apartment and just go out to his car? Not even drive anywhere and get dinner, just go lay down and go to sleep. It's... When I delve a little deeper into this, it seems that something led him out of that apartment at that time for a reason. So, once again, the animal noises, the growling, the barking, that takes it to an entirely different level for me. 
Let's see how you feel about that later on when you think about these things, come to your conclusion. Any way, any way I look at this, any avenue I go down as far as this goes, it's not good. I got nothing good to say about this except for that something led this guy out of the apartment. It doesn't go any further to say that anything else happened. He found out about someone else who had lived there. He found an object in there. There's nothing else. He, even that if he moved or if he still lives in there. So that was the end of that story. Anyways, um, once again, okay, that, that's really all I've got today. I just want to um, thank you for walking with me. And I want to um, just say one thing. And I'm starting to feel like I'm actually going to be able to do my blog talk. So once that is all set up, you will actually be able to listen in real time. You'll be able to call in share your stories, talk about things that we are discussing as we walk and talk. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. And I hope you are looking forward to that also. I really want to make that happen. But um, drop me a line and let me know what you think about that. Being more interactive, I can actually talk to you and uh, things like that. You know, you can... um, Contact me, maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. As always, I love hearing from you guys and sharing your opinions and your stories. I'll be talking to you again soon. Great weekend, everyone. Ciao.